Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's bring in Tom Murphy, who will also, I assume, be in Fayetteville next week. And uh, Arkansas, I guess, is that the last? That's the last homestand as well for baseball. But it'll be a big week in uh, Fayetteville next week. Regular Tom. season homestand. Yeah, right. Tom, what's up? Hey guys, so excited to be on with you. Uh, yeah, I'll be around next weekend for the South Carolina series, which I think is a critical one that could be a determinant in who hosts a regional uh, when those bids are announced very soon. What is your level of confidence in Arkansas at this point, as far as uh, having a, having a regional in Fayetteville? Um, it's it's tapering downward because. You know, they've lost their last two midweek games against Missouri State and North, and uh, Lipscomb there, and it feels like they're pitching. They're just they're just piecing it together. Um, they need to get guys back, and it starts hopefully next week with Jared Wagner. If, if he's able to come back, that's a great start. But when you when you've gone without your one and your three hole hitters, you know, two of your best power hitters, your table setter, your your best run producer. It starts to wear on you, and without Peyton Stovall this weekend, I mean they're going to be down a third of their batting order and probably three of their best six hitters. So yeah, um, it's concerning. They pieced it together. Uh, they could, you know, I think if they go six and three or five and four, they have a good chance to host if they win a game in Hoover. But if they don't, if they go four and five these last nine and say don't win in Hoover like they did last year, I think they're much in the same position as last year. Even though their RPI is better, they just won't have a good finish. So uh, it's all out in front of them. Uh, the play's in front of the Razorbacks right now. But don't you think odds are pretty heavily in their favor on a regional? But maybe you're talking about – are you talking about supers or are you talking about regional? Are you talking about being a national seed or are you talking about just one of the 16? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Justin. I'm talking about being a top eight national seed. But for hosting gotcha. a regional, okay. I think they're in good shape. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was going to say, they win four more games. That's, that's 18 SEC wins. That, that's a regional team. I, I feel pretty good. Unless they just collapse down the stretch. They're hosting a regional. I agree. I think uh, if you win this Mississippi State and win South Carolina, win those two, I think you're fine for a super regional. I, I think they've done enough work, and even losing on the road the series, as long as they don't get swept by Vanderbilt, I think, I think you're fine, and you're going to host a super regional too, being one of those top eight seeds. Well, they should, and I think the committee will take into account all the injuries, and they've, they've kept on winning. I mean, it started with Jackson Wiggins, but when you add in Cody Frank and Tiger Lengthy, um, uh, lost, and then, you know, Dylan Carter most recently, and then you got Joseph Berger, Wagner, now Stovall. It's been, uh, well, I had a story on it in the paper today on the year of the injury for Arkansas Athletics, and it's just big names in all three of the big men's boards. Tom, when you look at uh, – I didn't hear anything about Josenberger. Was there any kind of update yesterday? Um, no, because the latest one was that he probably wouldn't be available this weekend. You don't want to rush him back too soon, and he might be more like the Vandy weekend on making sure his hamstring is right. But, you know, you get treatment on the thing every day, and I guess you you test it minimally. You don't push off real hard and things like that until – you feel like he's about ready to go. But um, the one on Wagner was the pins would be out, I believe it was um, this coming Monday, and just see how he grips the bat at that point. And, 
and all that, and maybe maybe he could be available for South Carolina. That'd be nice. Talking to Tom Murphy, the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, Whole Hog Sports on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline as uh, Arkansas goes on the road to Mississippi State. And Tom, what, what's your expectation on the rotation? We know Hagen Smith will start tonight, and it sounds like, or they were saying, I guess, Coach Van Horn said that Holland would maybe start later in the series. Um, pretty high confidence that Tiger goes in, in game two, likely, or maybe game three? Right, exactly. I think that's the deal. I think they were satisfied with the way they, they did the Tiger-McIntyre combination last week. And so it really boils down to maybe, you know, matchups, um, how Hunter Holland is feeling because he's got the shin splint situation. Um, they feel pretty confident he'll be able to pitch, but he just hasn't been himself, and you and you want him to be available for the postseason. So, you know, they, they just I think it all depends on when they think Holland will be at his best, and that would, you know, that would probably be Sunday. But we'll see. And you got considerations for down the line, too, how quickly, you know, you want Tiger to bounce back with his next one. So he's going to go 35 or 40 pitches this time. Um, and then, you know, moving on up to 60 or so the next time. And hopefully by the time you get to Hoover in the postseason, he, he can give you a strong weekend if things go well. But it's, it's amazing. It really is amazing to me that when you add in Holland and all the ones I just listed a moment ago, that they're still winning games and they're still winning. I mean, they swept A&M last weekend with all that going on. Did not get a great start out of Holland. It was okay. It's just it's stunning to me that they have the depth to handle this. Well, and Tom, to me what's impressive is when you look at the SEC stats, they're not a great hitting team. They're not a great pitching team. Now, they are a great fielding team, but when you look at the numbers – I mean, they just look like an average team, but yet they're, you know, fourth in the SEC. And I, I think a lot of that is is Van Horn and just teaching the game of baseball. They're doing a lot of little things right. And we saw that last weekend against A&M, moving runners over, sacrifice bunts, sacrifice flies. They just kept, you know, adding a run here, run there, and just piled up the runs. And next thing you know, they had a big lead, and they were able to just hold on enough. But my point being, it's it's not a great team offensively or pitching-wise, but yet they, they do have a great team. You know, I really think you're onto something there, Wes. I think it's the stature of the program, the expectation level that Van Horn and his staff have with their players, and just putting guys in the best positions they can. I mean, and they did, they played pretty good defense. I mean, the, the midweek games the last two weeks, the defense has let them down. I mean, in North Little Rock, they just make a couple of different plays. They're not in extra innings against Lipscomb. But anyway, yes. The numbers don't say, hey, this is a top five RPI team or top six RPI team in the country, but they do little things and they, they win game. And the way they played small ball last weekend was a huge key in how they swept the Aggies. Tom, I was going to move on and uh, talk a little basketball with you. Uh, Ron Holland, maybe the guy you get the feeling that's the guy that they want to get uh, that and then maybe the North Dakota State guy after Hunter Dickinson decided to go to Kansas is that kind of the last two possibilities of uh, additions to this basketball team well it feels like it and I think if you're asking yeah would they like to get Holland yeah sure they'd like to get Holland he's a decorated kid um, it would be uh, a huge deal if they landed him I mean it, it's going to lead to well You'd have a spectacular freshman class. You already got all these transfers as well. Um, they managed to find a way. And, you know, I think looking back, 
maybe the chemistry wasn't, you know, an A plus. The chemistry might have been like a B or something like that. I think they had their issues, but they put it together and they still had as long a run in the postseason as any SEC team in the NCAA tournament. And I just think they they're confident in the way they do things that they can make the locker room work. They can make the chemistry work. And you know, Holland, you'd have to, you know, that's somebody's minute because he's going to be earning his share of minutes. And so it would be uh, a huge. Uh, it would be a huge class of incoming talent that the Razorbacks would have accrued again. Speaking of hoops, I was listening to the Lakers-Warriors games last night, or game last night on the buzz, and they mentioned that Eric Musselman was in the house and talking about Moses Moody, who was in the game at the time, and I just saw a picture that Coach Musselman put up on his social media from being uh, at the game last night, got a pick with Moses before the game last night. Um, so good that he's getting a chance to take that in, see one of his former players out there doing some good things. And the Warriors obviously bouncing back, and even in the series yesterday, that'll be a fun one to watch the rest of the way. Uh, Tom, before we let you go, I want to ask you about the Alabama situation. It has been a weird year from an athletic department standpoint. They had the uh, incident during the basketball season, and then they had the player who uh, is alleged to have committed another crime that dis- they decided they're not going to recruit anymore. And then uh, now the Alabama baseball situation. I wish Nick Saban would get in some trouble. But anyway, uh, Brad Bohannon fired after the suspicious bet link, and there's more coming out about that now that apparently he has a uh, connection to the gentleman who was making the wagers in Ohio, and that's how this all came to pass and why he is in hot water. And so, um, I mean, it's just been a strange year generally, but what would you think about what happened over there at Alabama? Yeah, it's been a very strange year. And, you know, I think there's an administrator who's got some, you know, legal issues or is in some type of hot water as well. Um, you know, I think I think uh, Byrne needs to have a come come to Jesus meeting with the entire staff and say what you know what are we doing and um, because it's so much of, of things that you could avoid. I mean, uh, spoken miscues. Um, just I mean, if you're Brandon Miller driving that car over, I mean. Just say, you know, you can just tell your guy, hey, man, no, that's not a smart idea. I'm not going to do that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save you and me the trouble. Just a, just a decision you can make. And so I, I don't know. I've, I've read a lot about the Bohan and stuff, and it, it does seem like why would you be doing that if you make a strong living as a college head coach? Um, and it's weird that Cincinnati's kind of the hub because some of your biggest baseball scandals of all time, including the Black Sox scandal of 1919, are linked to Cincinnati or have that in the deal. But um, it has been a a wild year, and Alabama needs to look at itself and say, you know, what are we doing? And try to eliminate – it's it's an embarrassment of national proportions what's happened with their uh, athletic department this year. I just got to know, and we'll find out, I'm sure, as this investigation gets going. I think, um, who was telling me this? Were, oh, my buddy was listening to Drive Time yesterday, and I can't remember who they had on, but they were talking to somebody, and he said, if you were going to use a baseball analogy, the investigation's in the third inning. And so we'll see when they get mm. to the ninth inning how much heat Bohannon ends up getting. But just think about it. If he is giving the guy information and he's going to get a cut of the payday, I mean, think about that. And I don't know how much money he makes as the head coach at Alabama, but I'm assuming it's a not insignificant amount of money. And he's trying to get a little cottage industry on the side. I mean, Barry's got a side hustle, 
But, I mean, did we learn nothing from Pete Rose? I mean, that's not the side hustle to have. Well, you know what Terrell Pryor said? Everybody steals, everybody kills, everybody's murders, murders you, murders me. I think he was describing Ohio State, but it could have been Alabama as well. I, I missed that. I guess all I thought I, I thought the only thing he said was everybody trades for tattoos. No, he said that oh. murdering, you know, gambling, you know, drugging. Yeah, they. Tom's right. They need to take a look at themselves. I saw a report that this guy originally tried to make a bet for two hundred fifty thousand dollars on LSU, and alarms go off, and they they wouldn't take that bet. <laughs> And they settled on twenty thousand. He's like, "How about five hundred thousand then?" <laughs> and and LSU was a heavy favorite, yeah. so it was to bet twenty thousand to win like fourteen thousand. All this was over fourteen thousand dollars that he possibly lost a job. But I bet he's making. I don't know, Tom. What do you think Bohannon is making? Four or five hundred thousand? Yeah, he's probably in that range. I, you know, I think Dave's salary. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Dave? pushing uh, 900 or something like that. So, yeah, I would think Bohannon might be in the 400. Um, and I, I hesitate to speculate on if that's the case of what you, you guys are outlining. But, man, it doesn't look good. And Yeah, I, I like Mm-mm. the analogy, third inning. There's a long way to go. And if he's connected to this guy and all that, it just doesn't – it really doesn't look good. According to my uh, salary insider, 265K. So – that's yeah. what he makes, Bohannon. Yeah, so fourteen grand might be, you know, might be worth it, but I guess it shouldn't have been. But I'll, uh, mm. yeah, 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 huh. mm. yeah, hey, in hindsight, it's easy to say, you know, I made two hundred sixty-five grand. What an idiot! I wasted my whole career over fourteen grand. But if, if you think, hey, I can get an extra fourteen grand here on this deal, this is not a bad idea. But how do you, as a coach, think I can get away with this? I don't know. I just think I don't even know why it would occur to you to even be involved in something like that. I would hope he wasn't betting, and all this is is he told a buddy. Our guy's not playing? Our guy's not pitching tonight. Yeah. I hope that's the extent of it. Mm. I don't. I want a death penalty. What's wrong with that, Wes? Listen, here's the deal. I can only elevate Arkansas athletics up so far. So we're going to start dragging people down. Let's go. I need a, I need a Nick Saban scandal yesterday. I like that. Yes. Oh, it's supposed to be 275. Sorry. I was way off. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Ever, uh, ever since Brad Bohannon, ever since Brad Bohannon mocked the hog call here when he got ejected, it hasn't gone well for him. But you know what's funny, Tom? You, and I know you're just kind of tongue in cheek on that, but the, this is a good point. The thing is, though, like he really did appreciate the Arkansas atmosphere. So I know our, I know Dave can't go back and uh, hire him as an analyst now. He's well, probably now. untouchable, <laughs> but he obviously appreciates what goes on in favor. Well, now he's free to bet on all the Arkansas baseball games he wants. But here's the problem, so. Pigskin. It's not as much fun to bet when you don't have insider information. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that was his advantage. He lost his edge. Pete Rose. Yeah, exactly. He screwed it up for everybody. Anyway, all right, Tom, uh, we appreciate the time. Enjoy the weekend. And uh, you got a good weekend coming up next week with the final regular season, as Wes pointed out, series, and then SEC softball tournament in Fayetteville. How are you guys going to be busy next weekend? Yeah, we are. We haven't laid out the deal for it. But, man, that's going to be humongous, all the good stuff going on here next weekend. Looking forward to it. Hope the weather cooperates, y'all. Have a good weekend. Tom, kudos, by the way, for the 1919 Black Sox reference that you made and referencing their opponent, the Cincinnati Reds. That's really good. That's a good get. It's it's over 100 years ago. Yeah. Old guys love old stories. And did you know they did not play best of seven? They played best of nine in that year. That's ridiculous. Well, there you go. I did not know that. And they still lost. (laughs) All right. Hey, thanks for that pigskin. And, yes, Pete Rose was a Cincinnati player, too. 
and manager, as we all know. See y'all. There you that go. Tom, I appreciate you, buddy. Have a good weekend. You bet. Y'all too. See ya.